Welcome to Real Movie Discussions. I am Chaos, and I am joined by Mrs. Potts. Hello. And what we, what the plan is here is to talk about movies. Yay. Yeah, talk about the shit that most people don't know or do know. Or too afraid to say to their best friends. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to talk about it. So it was, because this is the first episode, it was me that decided uh, that we should we should do this so i picked one of my all-time favorite horror franchises which is halloween and i think that we need to start with quite possibly the most hated of all halloween movies Mm -mm -mm. get ready for it guys so and that would be 2007's rob zombies halloween and i think i'm in the let me start off by asking you this. Have you, do you even remember the movie? Um, I want to say no, but yes. It is the worst movie ever made. Creepy. Yeah, but you, creepy. Think, you think that of all Michael Myers movies only because you're terrified of, of the character. I'm not ashamed to say it. 31 years old, and yes, I'm terrified. I still have nightmares, and I can't look at masks. I love Halloween. Well, you know, the... The holiday. holiday. <laughs> but this guy brings it to a new level, and it's just, it's not, it's not good. It's just too creepy, and I think I saw this movie, well, it came out, what, 2007? Well, actually, I remember, I remember you over, over at my place, uh, watching it, and I think, I think it was, uh, I think it was Easter or something. Uh, yeah. Well, let's just put it this way. I'll never be watching it again. And even for this, I'm not rewatching it. I'll just read about it and still have nightmares. So that's good enough for me. So, okay. So you you remember it, but you don't want to remember it. Right. Yes. Okay. So I think, like for me, I think I I love all of the Halloween movies, even, you know, Halloween 5, The Curse of Michael Myers, which that, that is probably hailed as probably the worst Halloween movie. I don't know. Resurrection was pretty bad too. I love I, I love them all for the oh. simple fact that is the that character the of Michael Myers cool is is my favorite. I think that I think that Jason Voorhees is a bitch mama's boy. Yeah, see um, him not scary. Yeah, exactly. But uh, let's keep the focus on on the 2007. And this is this is a remake. This is Rob Zombie's remake. And um, whenever I was I was reading about it last night, um, when Rob Zombie was thinking about doing a Halloween movie, he had two ideas. One which was um, a remake of the 1978 John Carpenter film, which to me is the best movie ever made. Um, or his idea was a younger a younger movie, not a younger movie, but a prequel movie of Michael in his younger years. And I just want to say mm-hmm. thank God that that didn't happen because I think that movie would be bad. <laughs> But didn't it though? Like in this movie, they did kind of like um, him growing up and him doing, you know, his first. Yeah, they know. did. They did, and I think I think that's that's one of the one of the reasons that it's such a a disliked movie. Um, if you go back to and I don't want to try and compare 1978 Halloween to 2007 Halloween because they're complete two completely different movies. Right. Um, but without drawing too many comparisons let's draw some comparisons the reason that the 1978 movie is terrifying and i am 35 years old and 
I can admit that I can't watch the original Halloween at night. The 1978 Halloween, I cannot watch at night. I have to watch it during the day because it still terrifies me to this day. Yeah, I don't find those that bad. Okay, and I, I think the reason that the 1978, for a few reasons, is better and more terrifying uh, is because in the original, in the 1978, you didn't see Michael as a little boy. So what Rob Zombie did in 2007, which I think hurt hurt the movie a little bit, is that they showed him as a child and it humanized him a little bit. You know what I mean? But seeing what you see in the movie as a child, there's nothing human about him. Yeah, but it it, it by showing him. By yeah, showing the know, shitty childhood that he how has. he lives and yeah. Exactly. It makes it makes us feel kind of sorry for him. Kind of validating what Exactly, and kind of validate what he No, I don't want to say yeah. validate because I mean there there's well, I don't want to say that there's no validation for running around killing people, but well, I mean there isn't. <laughs> I guess. But <laughs> but I think that I yeah. I think that the reason that 2007's Halloween isn't scary is because we can identify, you know, we feel sorry for the way that this kid grew up, right? And we know that he's going to, we know by the end of the movie he's going to grow up and, you know, he's, he's going to run around killing people with a fucking huge knife and stuff. But um, I, I think that was one of the, the major problems of Rob Zombie's 2007 Halloween is that they humanized Michael to a point where we cared about him. Yeah, poor little yeah, poor little yeah. guy. You know, poor he little has guy. A, you know, he had a shitty br- upbringing. You know, his, his mother school. was essentially, uh, you know, a whore. You know, she was a, she was a stripper, and you know, in a really sh- shitty relationship. You know that kind of thing. So I, th- I I think that's one of the major problems that Rob Zombie's Halloween ran into was the they humanized Michael, whereas in the nineteen seventy eight original, nobody knew anything about him. Right. You know, He's it was just, just an escape mental patient yeah. running around killing people with a knife. And to For me, no that reason. is yeah. terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. There's no rhyme or reason behind it. He's just out there doing it. That's right. that's what I think Rob Zombie's... But still, nonetheless, very gory and very creepy and very graphic. And I, I think that's another problem, too, is that... You know, in two thousand seven, there was there was a lot of like saw movies going on, right? Mm-hmm. And there, it was all about it was all about the gore, right? And mm-hmm. once again, not to draw too many comparisons to the original, mm-hmm. in the original nineteen seventy eight Halloween, there was hardly any you didn't see any blood. There was no blood. It was always implied. Well, yeah, there, left to your imagination. Left to your imagination, worse. right? Whereas with Rob Zombie and you know the way the time you moved, with, exactly. You know, with the saw movies, it's all gore porn, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know the more gory and bloody it can be. Yeah you know the better it is and unfortunately and don't forget to add a pair of boobs in there exactly and i think i think that also and if you go back and if you watch i don't know have you seen any of rob zombie's movies other than his halloween uh, like have you seen devil's rejects or yeah. so rob zombie he's he's a really he makes really violent movies yeah so to have rob zombie do a movie like Halloween and not have it bloody and gory. True. I mean, and, you know, Michael Myers is like the gore king, so 
to not have that in there in 2007 would have been odd. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think it, I think I think by having all of that and because, you know, us as fans, we were all about saw and how gory and bloody it can be. You're right. If if he didn't have that in 2007, the movie probably would have done even even mm-hmm. worse than what it did, right? So, I I think that also hurt Rob Zombie's Halloween a little bit. The things that I love about Rob Zombie's Halloween is the little subtle things that nobody really picked up on. So Michael Myers, I mean, he's he's got problems. He's he's not right upstairs. Like he's, he's and apparently up. invincible because nobody can get <laughs> he's a hold of him. He's fucked up. Well, actually, and that's that's one of the things that Rob Zombie that did that is really really subtle in the movie, and I don't think a lot of people understood it. Whenever Michael was a kid and he was in the asylum and the janitor told him, he's like, you got to live in your head. You live in your head. There's no walls there. There's nothing you can't do in your head. And Michael took that to the extreme. That's why he can be shot and stabbed and it doesn't seem to affect him because he's living in his head. Okay. So I think, you know, Rob Zombie did did some very little subtle things like that that I don't think a lot of people picked up on. Um, another another really good subtle thing that Rob Zombie did was in all of the other Halloween movies, as Michael kills people, and every time you see him on screen, he's he's always clean. You know, yeah, his hands are always clean. That. Yeah, his hands are always clean, right? In yeah. Rob Zombie's film, as the movie progresses, you see Michael getting dirtier and dirtier, stacking up, like his hands are stacking up with dirt and blood. And that's also um, another... Uh, another symptom of people that are mentally ill is their personal hygiene. There isn't any personal hygiene. They don't care about being clean. Wow, yeah, he could care less about that. He's exactly, just he can for care less victim. about it. And, and I think it's also, it's it's one of those really subtle things that Rob Zombie put in there that every every time after Michael has killed somebody and you see him come back to screen, he's that much dirtier. You know, when he's eating the dog. Oh well, my that's god. Halloween too, and that's oh sorry. I mean, that's I'm that's skipping ahead. Yeah, that's completely we're we're gonna talk about that one too, but not today. Yeah. So I think the little subtle things that nobody really picked up on, I think were done really, really well. And you gotta give credit to Rob Zombie for putting those little subtle things in there. Because another like I said, I don't think too, a lot of people picked up on them. Yeah, another one too, speaking of the janitor. You know, the janitor, he was always really good to Michael. And every time he went into his room, he goes, I'm here for you, Mikey. You know, he always treated him nice. And then whenever Michael goes to end the janitor, the janitor's all confused. And he's like, what are you doing, Michael? I was good to you. I was good to you. And then, like, there's no connection there with, you know, human compassion. Yeah, and that's, once again, that speaks to Michael. I have a job to do and... Exactly. That speaks to Michael's mental state, right? He doesn't have any connection to anybody. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, you're right. The janitor. Yeah. The janitor in the movie, um, played by Danny Trejo, he, he was always good to Mikey, you Mm -hmm. know, always good to him. And when it came down right down to it, it it didn't fucking matter to Michael at all. It was, you know, I'm going to snap your fucking neck or I'm going to drown you in a, in the sink here. And I'm just going to continue on with my day. Yeah. Not any. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's absolutely nothing inside. And once again, that could go back to, that could go back to what the janitor originally told him live inside your head. 
you know, so don't trust anybody. Don't let anybody in. Exactly. So live in in your head, man. There's, there's no walls there. Just live in your head. Yeah. Totally creepy. Yeah, exactly. With, with that, with those little subtle things in there, I think, like I said, I think they were done extremely well. Um, and you know, once again, credit to Rob Zombie for taking on something that has that had been going on for so long. Like the Halloween franchise has been around since 1978. Uh, you know, that's nineteen seventy-eight. So to take on something that has that has that many followers and you know uh, such a big fan base mm-hmm. and to try and make it something your own. I mean, his the odds were stacked up against him for sure. Right. Yeah. The longest Halloween film. Mm-hmm. Wow. No wonder it feels like it's going on for days. 121 minutes. Yeah. Like, that is a long time to sit down and just be fucking scared out of your mind. I don't know. Can I swear <laughs> well, on this thing? Yeah, but you see, that's the thing is that because... <laughs> Once again, because there was so much blood and gore and stuff, and you know we could relate to Mikey. To me, it wasn't it wasn't scary. It wasn't scary. Well, now, I think I mean me, you find it you find it mask. scary because of the mask. And it's I will give you be. that the mask is creepy. I love the way, especially um, yes, the, in these the, the new mask, like the mask that they had in Rob Zombie's Halloween was it yes. was creepy. It was it was mm-hmm. very disgusting looking. Yes. And once again, you go back to the other Halloween movies, it seems like every was, time yeah. there was a new Halloween movie, Michael got a new mask. Yeah, it you was know, always it was clean. crisp and white. And, yeah. Exactly, crisp and white. And in this one, you know, Rob Zombie is actually, he's yeah, like, no, it see wouldn't the be. the wear, literally yeah, exactly. on his face, yeah. Exactly, like it's been under the floorboards of the house for fucking right. 18 to 20 years. It's not going to be in pristine condition, you know, when he comes back for it. Um, yeah. And it's also the first... Um, because back in 1978, it was a William Shatner mask that they, they took the hair oh, off yeah. of from Star Trek and they just, they spray painted it white. Oh, uh, and for this movie, it was, they actually had a symmetrical mask. Like it wasn't a William Shatner mask. Uh, they actually molded it to the actor's face and oh. then, yeah. And then made, made all the details to make it look like a Michael Myers mask. Make it more like human-esque. Exactly. Exactly. Now, once again, again adds the, to the creep. Exactly. The the mask in this movie is probably by far one of the better masks <laughs> I've seen in any of them. And that even goes for the new Halloween that just came out in uh, twenty eighteen with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um you know, even though that mask in that movie looks good too, I think yes. that Rob Zombie did a way better job with his mask. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's also the first, uh, the first Halloween movie. I think we need to address the timeline. What do you mean? Well, if somebody who doesn't know that Rob Zombie did two of the movies and finds the 19-whatevers first, they're going to be a little confused. Because in those movies... Eventually, she has a daughter, and then she's got a son. And then in the 2018 movie, she's got another daughter, but no word of the son. Yeah, well, no, you, like, you raise a good point there. I mean, this is completely off topic because we're still I talking I was about... so confused. Yeah, okay, well, no, that's 
we're supposed to be talking about Halloween 2007, but uh, okay. I know the Halloween franchise as a whole. Okay. Right. Okay, so back in 1978, when Deborah Hill and John Carpenter made the very first Halloween movie. Okay. That's where it starts. 1978. Okay. 1981 comes along, and John Carpenter is sitting in his office with a six-pack of beer, and he's writing the script for Halloween 2, the one that, that came out in 1981, the one that they're in the hospital. Okay? That and that, crazy. at the time, was a direct sequel to the 1978 Halloween. Right? Right. So he's in his office with a six-pack of beer, and he's coming to the end of writing the script, but he's having trouble figuring out why Michael is going after Lori. Well, okay? because she was the only one left. But at the time, they didn't know that. He didn't know that when he was writing it. So he said, so it was late, and I remember watching uh, an interview about it, and he said, I finished my last beer out of the six-pack, and he said, fuck it, I'm going to make them brother and sister. Boom. Done. Okay. Okay. So the script is finished. He doesn't want to direct it. Um, so Deborah Hill and John Carpenter, they're, uh, they're on for producing. And like I said, uh, uh, he, he wrote the script, but he did, he doesn't direct it. It was Rick Rosenthal who directed Halloween 2. Now, apparently, from what I understand, John Carpenter and Rick Rosenthal, they had two very different versions or ideas of how Halloween 2 was supposed to go. And Halloween 2 is, it, it, it's up there in, with, with one of the mo another one of the most hated Halloween movies, even though I find it more, just as terrifying as the first one. I mean, you have an escaped mental patient that's, just in a hospital wreaking fucking havoc, I think is. Well, at least he's contained. <laughs> I think is, is fucking terrifying. <laughs> but anyway, so they had, they had very conflicting ideas of how Halloween two was supposed to, supposed to end up. So they finished the movie, whatever it releases, it does. Okay. It doesn't do as good as the first one, whatever. And then the rights for the movie gets sold. And that's when they, they did Halloween three about a haunted mask and, didn't make any fucking oh, sense. Oh, that one it, was the yeah, worst. Yeah, exactly. Like it, in it, the barn or something. Yeah. yeah no. What what they essentially tried to do was they 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 made a shitty movie I and that one. they tried to you know they were like oh we're just gonna label this as Halloween three and we'll make money because people are gonna think that it's related to Michael Myers in some way. <laughs> nothing to do with. And it had nothing. You know, it was about a haunted fucking mask. But Halloween three, uh, um. Donald Pleasance, he was actually in Halloween 3. He had, a, he had a very small part in Halloween 3. The guy that played Sam Loomis? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. old man? Yeah, he was actually in Halloween 3. Oh! He had a very, very small part. But he was actually in it. So, the after, I think it was 1980... Hold on, let me, let me, let me fact check this, because Halloween... Okay, so 1981 was Halloween 2. The rights get sold. They make that shitty Halloween 3. In 1988, Mustafa Akkad, I think is the way that you pronounce his name, mm -hmm. he bought the rights back for the Halloween franchise, and they made 
Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. Okay? And in this one, this is where you're talking about the timeline. This is where Jamie or uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie Strode character, this is where they find out, okay, she has a daughter. So nobody knows what happens in between the events of Halloween 2 and Halloween 4. So she's got a daughter now all of a sudden. Right? Yeah, right. The whole movie revolves around Michael trying to get to Laurie's daughter. Right. Halloween 5, same thing. But all of a sudden, now Laurie's daughter is a mute. She doesn't talk for whatever reason after she killed her stepmother at the end of that movie. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And she's a fucking mute now, and she's in a hospital, but Michael's still trying to get at her. And Laurie's nowhere to be found. Laurie's nowhere to be found. Yeah, see how it's kind of confusing. And then Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, this one is probably the most hated of all Halloween movies because it, they say that Michael is part of a cult and he's being, you know, he's being directed by the devil to do these things. But anyway, in Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, Laurie's daughter is all grown up and she's part of this cult and she has a baby. Michael finally kills her but the baby, yeah. Goes so now on. he's on the track to kill the baby, and then from there it gets kind of muddled, and mm-hmm. you know, and then you go into Halloween H two O, where yet now Laurie shows back up, but instead of a daughter, she has a son. Yeah, and, and I... he's in college, mm-hmm. and you know, Michael no, finds out about it. Yeah, they're all over, and then you go to Rob Zombie's two thousand seven. And we're back to Lori had Lori is a kid in high school. Because right. Rob Zombie's movie was a reboot, right? Yes. Okay. And then Rob Zombie does Halloween two. And yeah. let's not even talk about that because even though I love Rob Zombie's Halloween, I think his I think Halloween two is garbage. I think it's I think it's stupid. It doesn't it no rhyme or reason to it. It's I, I don't know, it's it's dumb. Were they close together in like dates when they were when uh, you did them? No. Uh, okay. two thousand seven was the first Rob Zombie's first yeah. Halloween, two thousand nine was well yeah, I guess so I guess two years. Yeah, because yeah, right? it takes that long to whatever good through production and stuff. Yeah. So maybe he made them too close together, I'm thinking. Well, actually it's it's funny that he wanted to do Halloween two completely his own idea and you've never seen another rob zombie movie so you this might be hard for you to understand but his movies are fucking weird well i've seen uh those two so that's enough for me you know like they are they are very weird movies and at some points in rob zombie's movies if you miss one little detail oh yeah it completely throws the fucking movie off for you you don't know what's going on it's yeah, it's fucked up. Attention. It's fucked up the way that his, some of his movies are. Um, like, I remember when uh, Lords of Salem was about to come out, and I was super, super excited about it. And I remember when it came out, I bought it. And trying to sit through that was fucking horrible. Like, it was painful to sit through. <laughs> it was painful to sit through because I Oof. didn't under I didn't understand. I didn't yeah. understand what was going on. One of and those ones where you gotta go under the blanket and have your headphones on and just 
focus. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't have any outside influences when right. you're watching a Rob Zombie movie. The only Rob Zombie movie that actually like was coherent enough that you could miss parts of it and still understand what was going on was 2007's Halloween. But then two years later, you go to Halloween 2, you miss one little thing, and I don't know. It, so anyway, he wanted to have Halloween 2 be completely his own idea, whereas with the first Halloween, it was it was kind of his, but at Based the same time, on, it, was, yeah. it, it, it wasn't. So he wanted a completely new story. He didn't want to just take Halloween 2 like they did back in 1981 where, you know, now they're in the hospital. He didn't want to do that. Yep. His movies are weird. His movies are weird. <laughs> well, there's, that's why they pay him the big bucks. Like, there's no... Even his music videos are, are weird. Like, I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen any of his music videos. Um, I have. You know, one of my favorite songs by Rob Zombie is, is, is Dragula, and the video just... It's weird. Yeah, well, you can... Yeah, there's definitely a connection there. You can tell it's the same kind of person who did the movie and, you know, his little music videos. And it, funny, funny enough, Rob Zombie actually directs all of his own music videos. Yeah. There's no yeah, there's no other director. So you can he tell. Directs, yeah, he directs them all himself. He just likes I feel like freaks, this, I guess. this conversation has become totally about Rob Zombie. Well... Did you know that uh, Emma Stone auditioned for the role of Laurie Strode? You know, and you, that, you know what's funny is that you think, you, you see a movie, any movie, and you see the actor that's in it, and then you read, oh, you know, like, uh, I don't know, say for fucking example, Leonardo DiCaprio in The Departed. Or, you know, uh, Christian Bale as as Batman, okay? And I love the Batman. I love Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. I think they're the best ones yet. But then you read, like, you know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was, was almost cast as Spider-Man in Sam Raimi's... And you're like, what? Like, it, it, it almost doesn't even make sense. Yeah. You know and this, I mean? to me, when I read it, does not make sense. Because she's more like a funny... And to... Like, why would they even audition people for Laurie when it's supposed to be... Like, everybody knows Laurie Strode as Jamie Lee Curtis. So, yeah, like, why never... would you go and, like, do a complete 180 and, like, say Emma Stone did get cast? Like, I think it was a good move that they didn't because she would not have done well, I don't think. Well, here's the thing, and, it, and it's funny because on the special features for Rob Zombie's Halloween, um, the actress that they actually cast as Laurie Strode, uh, which uh, Scout Taylor Compton, I think is her name. <coughs> yeah, that's her name. Scout Taylor. Anyway, during during the time that they were making that movie, she would repeatedly tell Rob Zombie, like, I'm having trouble getting getting into the character of Laurie, and Rob Zombie had to remind her, this isn't Scout trying to be Jamie Lee Curtis, trying to be Laurie Strode. Okay. He's like, that you have to make sense. this Laurie Strode your own. Yeah. Because she wasn't sure if she wanted to take take the role of Laurie Strode because she didn't know that she was going to be able to live, to, live up to what Jamie Lee Curtis had done 
right. <clears throat> way back in the day. And Rob Zombie had to remind her, this isn't Scout trying right. to be, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis trying to be Laurie Strode. He's like, you need to take Laurie Strode and you need to make it your own. So, Makes I don't, sense. you're right, I don't think that Emma Stone, who knows, maybe Emma Stone would have made a really good Laurie Strode. But I think that what Scout did, I think, is awesome. Yeah. I mean, she, she played it well. Mm-hmm. And I, wow. I also like that, you know, they brought back Danielle Harris, who was... Who yes, played I liked that. Laurie, who played the mute. <laughs> who played the mute, right? Yes. I mean, she was Laurie's daughter in Halloween 4 and 5. That's and to bring her back subtle... in a completely different yeah. uh, a completely different role, I think is awesome. Now, I think it would have been a little better to have her play Laurie. Right. Which I, believe, I think maybe she actually may have auditioned for. I'm not really sure. I'm not 100% on that. But I think that would have been cool, too, to have her come back and play Laurie and be, you know, the the lead female. I think that would have, I think that would have been an, interesting. Yeah. There definitely would have been a connection there for sure. And that would have been another, you know, subtle little tidbit that he put in there to, you know, exactly. pull everybody in. Yeah, exactly. And it, I don't know. I, like I said, I think I am in the the very small majority of people that actually loved the movie. I think I'm in the, I'm in I'm, I'm in a very select yourself. group mm-hmm. there because not a lot of people did. No, like to just to imagine being I guess I, like I guess it's different because I'm not an actor and I'm not on set and I don't know what it's like. But imagine being one of these actors who have to be around this creepy bastard all day. Like I don't care how much money. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. I just watch the movie and I have nightmares. Like yeah, but here's the thing: is that the reason that it scares us is because we don't know these people, right? Yeah, when we're you, not behind the scenes, and we're not. When you, you know. when you spend eighteen to twenty hours a day on set with these people, and you see, you see Who's the guy, the mask? Yeah, yeah, you see the guy under the mask. You you know, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's just it's, it's Tyler. It's good. Yeah, had lunch with him. In my exactly. You know, we we we, we chatted it up. You know. Yep. So, I don't think it would be. I mean, I know that some actors probably do get freaked out when they're making horror movies. Horror movies, yeah. Yeah, because Nev Campbell, that was one of the reasons that after Scream 3, she was done. She didn't want to do anymore because she was sick and tired of being terrified on set. Because every time she'd open a door, Ghostface would be standing behind it. Yeah, but let's be honest. Ghostface and Michael, way too different. But the way that... Yeah, okay, but completely... Yeah, they're, they're completely different. But the way Wes Craven did the first... Scream trilogy or the first four movies is that they didn't know who was behind the mask until the very right. end because yeah. they kept that like the actors didn't know who the killer was in the script because the script they they would send the actors fake scripts oh so I that's why they that. were always you know you open a door and ghost faces there okay well was that was that jamie kennedy that i just had lunch with under that mask or yeah you know, was it timothy oliphant like or did somebody sneak in and, you know, this is real all of a sudden? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, is, is that Courtney Cox under there? Yeah. Okay, I didn't so, know So, yeah. Yeah, completely different. Whereas with, yeah. whereas with, like, a Halloween movie, you know, oh, okay, Tyler Maine is, he's Michael. Uh, I just had lunch with him. You know, yeah. we talked about how he's going to bust through the, the fucking door. and Yeah, come grab my legs. Or... And, yeah, exactly. Now, one thing... I do want to talk about before we end this because it is getting kind of long. 
is the casting for Michael in Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween. I think that Tyler Maine was the perfect choice. Oh my god, he's like a giant. Exactly. I think it was like he Tyler Maine stands six foot eight. Wow. He he was a professional wrestler. Like he's he solid, is yeah. he is a big fucking dude. Like he terrifying. Is big. He is huge. He really is. He 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 did a good job. Like the like from the way he stands to the skulking and the, you know, that scene where he opens uh, where he's at her parents' house and he friggin' blasts the door in the dad's face. Like that was you. You can almost feel the door. Yeah. That was. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's funny that you actually mention mention a door because in in Halloween two, um, there was a scene where he was trying to get Danielle Harris in the house. And the production crew was supposed to make it out of really soft wood that, you know, if all Tyler had to do was just, like, go and put his hand on it and the door would have crumbled. But instead, they actually made it out of, uh, it was, like, hickory or oak or something. So, in that scene, when you see Tyler and he's actually, like, putting all of his weight behind the door, that's actually him breaking that door down because he was pissed off. Oh, my God. I wouldn't want to get on his bad side. Yeah, because the production crew had fucked up and they built the door out of real hardwood instead of you know the fake balsa wood or whatever that would just crumble when touched right so uh so tyler went to walk through the door in that scene and he couldn't get through it and and then rob zombie was like fuck it tyler knock it down yeah and it it added to the performance i think exactly actually tyler yeah busting that door down with his bare hands yeah it's real uh real uh anger yeah and another to go back to you know one of one of the other subtle little things that Rob Zombie put into the movie is he cast Sherry Moon Zombie, which is his wife. But Sherry Moon Zombie is actually quite tall. Yeah. So she he wanted to cast a tall actor to represent why Michael would grow up to be as tall because his mother was tall. Right. You know, so I think that it's another little subtle detail that he that he put in there that I don't think a lot of people a lot of people caught on to because and that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean for everything you can that's put your wifey in. Yeah, for everything that's wrong with 2007 Halloween, for everything that's wrong with it, there's there's something that I think is good behind it as well. well maybe you I mean, and you, five you, other people. You but... think it's fucking you think it's fucking creepy, but Yeah. You know. And nowadays like let's just be honest, we're just giving people excuses to go out and do things like this, so you know well yeah and it's 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 good that you bring that up too because when when we were reading about about some of this last night there there was actually a kid that went out and killed his mother and his sister and you know he had watched rob zombies halloween seven or eight times i think it was i said uh before he did it and then he took the movie and he put it in the garbage because he didn't want the authorities to know that this was actually an influence to him Uh, and you know but but that argument has been going around, going on since horror movies first started showing up in in theaters and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And it's the same with video games and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, violence begets by violence and all that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do 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 some of these movies and do some of these video games actually inspire people to go out and kill people? They might. But oh, I think one in every crowd, right? Yeah, there's one in every crowd, but then. You know, you go back to 2012 when The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah. 
and you know, oh, yeah. guy walked into a movie theater and started yeah. gunning people down. Now Batman doesn't gun people down. True. So it's all how you perceive it, I guess. You know exactly, exactly. Whatever and, you're going you know, through triggers something, and it's it, it's that old. It, it's you know, people don't bullets don't kill people. People kill people. Right. Movies don't bad. kill it's people. People That's kill right. people. Video games don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So still I think. Yeah, I think we're, we've ran long enough. So next, next one, you're gonna pick the movie. Do you have any ideas what what it's gonna be? Um, I'm gonna let it be a surprise. Oh, you're gonna let it I'm be. Just a surprise. gonna have to tune in. Oh yeah. Well, I guess as long as you don't make me watch, like the Notebook. Because no, my my wife has already made me, my wife notebooked me when we were dating, or you know that what was that one that you you said before we started? Crossroads. Fucking, yeah, Crossroads or Britney Spears. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'll be doing that one or that one with Lady fucking what's her face. Uh, oh, Stars Born. Well, star actually, born. that would be a good pick because I was pretty disappointed. Like, yeah, let's see, face it, she's a brilliant very talented woman and i love her i don't death. i don't that i wouldn't movie, go that i wouldn't go that far i was kind of disappointed i wouldn't i wouldn't go as far as to say i mean okay hold on she's talented obviously she's talented oh my God. but i don't i don't think she's the end-all be-all well she's pretty close no i i, I don't know i just we're gonna we're gonna have to disagree on that but anyway so next one probably in a week or so we'll talk about the movie that miss potts has uh, has picked for us, and hopefully it's not something... Uh, no, I think it'll be something in the thriller area. Gushy. Oh, thriller. Yeah. I love thriller movies. Yeah, thrillers are pretty good. They're I safe. They're not movies. too Michael-y. You know, it's more cat and mouse games. Yeah, I like, I like, the, I like those too. I like those too. The only, more like, the only uh, real movies that I don't, I don't, I don't ever watch are comedies, They're, with the exception of one. And that would be Dumb and Dumber because Dumb and Dumber is just it, it's a it's a fucking masterpiece it's a of classic. cinema in Come my on. opinion. For but, our generation, like, definitely. Yeah, like I don't do comedies because I think that they're more retarded. Can we say retarded anymore? Yeah, I would probably cut that out. Like are we allowed to say retarded or no? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. So I think that comedies are retarded, but But then you look at these, you know, horror movies and i think nev campbell said it best in one of the screen movies it's always you know the girl with the big boobs running up the stairs when she should be running out the front door okay and but what did nev campbell do in at the... the tv okay and still going up the stairs and then they jump out a window okay but what did nev campbell's character do in the very next scene <laughs> it was the door she didn't off. run out the front door she ran <laughs> upstairs i know Oh, what a dummy. That's what she did. I mean, she said it, and then not, like, literally 15 seconds later, she's running up the stairs to her bedroom. And there was really no reason for that, because (laughs) he came out the closet. Yeah. There was the chain on the door, but, you know, those chains, come on. They don't do nothing. Exactly. Like if you would have, if she would have pulled, if your adrenaline is pumping like that, but once again, it's it's a fucking movie, right? So they can't have her just pull on the fucking door, break the chain, and her run out because, you know, that also set up her doubts in Billy, right? That scene, because all of a sudden he shows up, 
and you know the the gloves or the cell phone falls out of his fucking pocket so you know that sets up the doubts that they had that she she eventually started right. to have out billy you know to me it was a dead giveaway that early in the movie who it was oh going my to. god yeah if it wouldn't have been him you it know, would have been the, weird the, the one that threw me for a loop was Stu. <laughs> yeah you know the carefree idiot yeah the yeah exactly the, that's that's the one that threw me for a loop was okay, yeah, like i kind of like figured billy was going to be was going to be part of it but then at the end to find find out that Stu was also a part of it like billy roped him in yeah you know i almost can't take him seriously <laughs> <laughs> no you really can't he's he's but he's that crazy kind of yeah, and he's also so yeah it works yeah. but it's funny at the same time because he's you know kooky and <laughs> liver alone yeah i heard you put a liver in the mailbox <laughs> liver alone oh, all shit. right okay so anyway next week miss potts has a movie for us hopefully it's a good one yes thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you then or i guess we won't see you then well you'll hear us then you'll hear us then all right. Hopefully you're Later. having a good day. Toodles. Bye.